Welcome back to the Urban Lore Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Castaños. Here in my hometown of San Antonio, Texas, there's a hospital uh, that for the longest time was known as Bear County Medical Center. This was the county hospital, a level one trauma center, and a teaching uh, hospital that was assigned, that was connected to the University of Texas Health Science Center system. The most desperate cases typically go to that hospital, and also a good many cases from all around the South Texas region. When it was known as Bear County Hospital, uh, going back at least as early as the 1950s, as far as I can tell, uh, there has been an urban legend about a ghost nurse that was literally killing patients. The earliest version of the story that I can find is from 1954, and it's recounted as an oncology clerk on the oncology floor having uh, recognized a pattern of a series of deaths on that floor. One might not consider deaths in an oncology ward particularly uh, paranormal, but what was at least unusual is that the deaths were occurring sequentially in rooms. So, say for example, I couldn't find this in record, but say it was on the third floor, the first death was in 302, and then the next night, 303 and 304, and on down the line. Now, these patients weren't put in rooms by case of severity and room number, so it would have been very, very odd for them to happen in a row. And some of the patients would ask in the morning, who was that nurse that was dressed in the really, really old-fashioned nurse's costume? So, accept that for what it is. Uh, Medical records don't bear out that there was, in fact, any unusual deaths or unusual patterns of deaths during that time. But the legend of this ghost nurse has persisted all the way up through the medical center hospital era right to the current day, where the added part of the urban legend is that you can look at the... uh, cameras that are watching these very, very ill patients, and you will see them speaking to someone that doesn't appear on camera. And nurses for years have said that they see someone they don't recognize, sort of a ghostly apparitional nurse walking the floors. The hospital itself has tons of stories, and maybe we should do an entire episode just on that particular building. You know, we've talked about medical facilities in the past, but we do have some uh, people that work there, including my own wife, that could probably tell us some interesting stories. But to stick with this story, the killer nurse, um, a story that's been told forever. Sadly, the same hospital has an experience with a very real killer nurse, a nurse by the name of Janine Jones. Janine Jones will come to the forefront of the news in 1981 
where another nurse by the name of Maldonado began to see a pattern in deaths in the uh, nursery, particularly neonatal nursery. What she discovered was not sequential rooms like our ghost story, but that one particular nurse was on duty for a string of infant deaths and certainly, if not deaths, some very critical situations. And that nurse was, in fact, Janine Jones. As the hospital and the doctors attending began to go through the records, they did recognize, in fact, as the hospital said in their documents, too often for coincidence that this nurse Jones was in and around these particular instances. She was eventually arrested and uh, put to trial for the death of one of the infants and in the 1980s was uh, sentenced to life in prison. Uh, It's believed that she suffered from the syndrome Munchausen's by proxy, that she would create these uh, complications in otherwise perhaps healthy children and then be the one that would be there to revive them, although sometimes, unfortunately, reviving or saving wasn't possible, and that's when it went from you know, malicious uh, issues and malicious activities to actual murder. Strangely, Janine Jones would have been up for early release by 2016 by a state of Texas statute uh, on early release. Um, At the time, the district attorney for San Antonio proceeded to file further charges against Jones really solely for the purpose of not allowing her to be a part of this early release program. And that worked. She went to trial by 2018 and actually pled guilty to the death of the child that they were prosecuting her for this time. So now she's not eligible for any form of parole until she's deep into her 80s. Sadly, that same former district attorney suggests that she may be connected with up to 60 deaths in that hospital and then later in a clinic that she worked for in Kerrville, Texas in the short period of time between her leaving Bear County Hospital and actually being indicted for the first murder, which put her behind bars the first time. So sadly, we don't need anything paranormal to bring out the worst. We don't need ghosts to bring us calamity. And I would argue that those amongst the living are every bit as evil as any dark entity in the night and far more capable of harm than something that may or may not exist. Thank you for tuning in. As always, remember to like and share our podcast. Uh, If you're listening to us on Apple iTunes, rate us five stars, leave us a review. We appreciate everyone that tunes into this show. And the only way the show will grow is if you tell your friends and more people begin to listen. For the Urban Lore Podcast, I'm Tom Castanos.